Hey everyone, I hope you're having a lovely day and that it's wonderful where you are. My name is Elena and you are listening to the Personal Improvement Podcast, the PIP if you will. This is my very first podcast episode so the way that this one in particular unfolds does not necessarily reflect the way that they will all be as I'm going to learn as I go. And I'm not one to start when I feel ready. I much prefer to pursue the ideas or visions or dreams that I have the moment I have them and then ebb and flow between setbacks and comebacks. Like I'd rather try, realize from experience that something either isn't working or could be executed better and then pivot and adapt and change as I go. So I don't necessarily think you are ever fully ready to dive into whatever you'd like to embark upon anyway. So that concept of waiting until you are ready sounds a lot like never-ending procrastination or like waiting for something that will never come, neither of which I want to implement in my life. So here we are, my very first podcast episode for the Personal Improvement Podcast. Now, before the actual bulk of today's podcast episode unfolds, I figured I would express my intention and direction behind PIP. Do I want to call it PIP, by the way? (laughs) I'm not sure, but it's flowing incredibly well off of the tongue. Like, I'm saying it with such ease that I suppose I'll roll with that while it's here. And if it doesn't stick, it's not meant to be in my lingo. But regardless, I had the idea for my personal improvement podcast while I was at the gym one day back in January. On that day in particular... Prior to walking to the gym for my indoor workout of day 39 of 75 hard, I had been listening to motivational speeches on loop while working away on a myriad of ventures I'm chipping away at. And oftentimes I will not be fully focused on the videos that are playing, like I more so utilize them as background ambiance that flows into my head and affects my subconscious as opposed to like viewing a film or intentionally paying attention to a TV show. I like the aura a lot that exudes from motivational speeches, like they keep me wildly focused in a way no other environment seems to be able to, but every once in a while I will just casually look up from what I'm doing and zone into the motivational speech that is playing for a moment. And as I did so, that one day in January, I just took a deep breath. <laughs> I'm trying to like regulate my breathing in a way that isn't distracting throughout my podcast. As I said with other parts of this, I'm sure I'll learn as I go. But I just inhaled so deeply and that was a lengthy pause. I gotta get better at that. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh my goodness. I think I was talking about the ambiance of motivational speeches so every once in a while I will like casually look up from what I'm doing and um zone into the motivational speech that is playing for a moment and as I did so that one day in January I was listening to someone explain that a lot of us do not have difficulty seeking information or obtaining answers to questions we have or solving the predicaments that we're facing like it's not the retrieval of information that we find tricky rather it's the implementation of the information we receive or obtain or seek out so we often fail to apply what we learn in a way that changes the way we think speak or act for instance something i had been finding a tad bit hard in terms of 75 hard 
is the way by which you have to consume at least one gallon of water per day. And I grappled with that immensely, which kept resulting in me having nearly one half, sometimes two thirds of an entire gallon remaining in a day around like 11 in the evening. So I'd be late or no, I wouldn't be late. I would be up late into the night doing nothing but downing water, questioning why I did this to myself, only to do it to myself again the next day. So as silly as I felt in the moment, after many a night repeating my same actions throughout the day and expecting different results, otherwise known as insanity, as attributed to Einstein, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, what am I doing? Why am I repeating the behavior that does not yield the result I'm after? So I decided to Google something along the lines of like, how do I space out my water intake better throughout the day? Or, you know, I don't think it was that lengthy of a search query as that's mighty long. But the point is, I turned to the internet and one suggestion that stood out to me was to use a straw. And that jogged my memory in my mind that I'm far more likely to drink water when there's a straw involved because it's more accessible in my mind and also way more fun. Like slurping, albeit silently, via a straw is a lot more enjoyable to me than picking up an entire gallon of water and holding it up as I down my 10 sips in a row. But you see, I then had information, which was an answer to my question or a solution to my problem, that being to use a straw. And so had I obtained that information only to not apply it to my life, then I would still day in and day out be up late into the evening drinking water and causing myself serious discomfort with all of the liquid in my tummy right before bedtime. And if I don't change my behavior, I can't change the outcome. And that's the sentiment of the person who was speaking in the motivational speech that I zeroed in on back in January. Like, it's not always a lack of information causing the problem when you want to change. The issue is often perpetuated even after information is obtained because it takes effort to apply that information to the predicament that you're facing. And people sometimes or often get stuck in that space between having the information and applying what they now know in a way that then elicits change. And so I thought of that notion when reading in the gym back in January when I had the idea for Pip because I had recently finished the book by Stephen R. Covey titled The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And for what it's worth, I remember the seven habits to this day. I recall the essence of each chapter like I can speak to it as a whole, but I worry that I don't remember the specifics because it's easy, honestly, to read 10 pages 10 pages and <laughs> 10 pages each day but retaining what I took in and applying what I learned from each day's 10 page reading session to my life is another story so something I want to start doing is documenting the message or theme or points that stand out to me from the 10 pages that I read on a daily basis so every day I'm going to write down what I took away from that day's 10 pages because then, instead of just reading so that I can check off a task throughout 75 hard, I want to cement what I've read in my head, which I believe I can do by taking time to recap all that I read about each day and explaining it or expanding upon it or even relating to it in a daily podcast episode. And here we are. That is the premise of PIP. 
And by the way, briefly, I just want to clarify that I'm doing 75 hard five times in a row and not like the entire live hard program, but the initial 75 hard aspect of it. Because back in 2021, I failed to complete 75 hard five times in a row. And I restarted for the sixth time on December 9th of 2021, which is the 75 hard that I'm currently pushing through as of today, February 12th. But essentially, to summarize a quite lengthy story, I had hit rock bottom at the end of my fifth attempt, or rather the fifth attempt of 75 hard was halted early because I hit rock bottom. But then, believe it or not, I crashed beneath rock bottom and discovered the rock bottom of rock bottom. And now is not the time to expand upon that in full, but essentially I looked myself in the eye a few days after that and I said, enough is enough. Here I am today doing 75 hard times. Well, I'm tripping up over my words. Here I am today doing 75 hard five times in a row. There we go. Because when I experience a setback, my comeback is truly unstoppable. And I figured since I failed 75 hard five times in a row, I would then set out to complete it five times in a row. Kind of making up for what I showed myself I wasn't capable of doing back last year. And this year I'm showing that I do have what it takes, even if it takes me five failures to get to the five successes. So this is basically 375 hard, if you will. And as of today, again, February 12th, I believe I'm on day 67. But I always have to double check my schedule because once I surpassed the 50 day mark, I started like forgetting which day of 75 hard I was then currently on as the days went by. It reminds me of how like after I turned 21 years old, I have to actually think of how old I am, but leading up to 21, just lickety split, I would know my age. And nowadays I have to like think about it before I can answer the how old are you question. Super duper goofy. But anyway, the documentations for the personal improvement podcast date back to day 63, which was February 9th. Oh, here we go. So if day 63 was on February 9th and I'm three days after that 63 64 65 66 all right it's day 66 but without further ado let's dive into what i took away from my 10 pages of reading on day 63 of 75 hard and i will continue this every day from here on out so on february 9th i started reading think and grow rich by napoleon hill on again day 63 of 75 hard And I've had this book in my possession for what feels like ages, and in all actuality, it has likely only been about three, possibly four years, yet it seems like an eternity because I have yet to finish it. I did start reading it back in either 2018 or 2019, but I didn't make much of a dent in it. I think I reached like page 50 maybe, and there are 301 pages in total if you include the index, so again not much of a dent but that's about to change now that it's my next book for 75 hard the first 10 pages of the book are part of chapter one as (laughs) one would assume yeah i apparently feel the need to clarify that but anyway the first chapter is called the power of thought 
Now, I understand the concept behind shaping your reality and having your outlook be a product of your internal dialogue. Yet, I have panic disorder, so I am quite the worry wart. Though I'm trying so adamantly to, as much as I can, alter my knack for preparing for the absolute worst at all times because I also recognize on a certain level that my inclination towards doing so is rooted in trauma as well. So when I was reminded that this book begins with the power of thought at the forefront of the conversation, I was stoked because as the author says, quote, thoughts are things and powerful things at that, end quote. Now, I do recognize that there is nuance to be addressed here, and you can't simply think your way into the life you want to live without pairing your thoughts with actions that support and align with said thoughts. But similarly, if you make moves towards your dreams and work on achieving your goals, if you do not simultaneously pair your actions with thoughts that support and align with said actions, you will likely come to a point in the pursuit of your ambitions where you either self-sabotage or quit altogether due to a lack of belief in yourself. I very much have exhibited that. That is the reason behind my failure to complete 75 hard five times in a row last year. So essentially, thus far, this book has reinforced the concept of making sure your thoughts and your actions go hand in hand. Like, again, it reminds me of the way by which when I first set out to complete 75 hard back in 2021, I was smacked so hard in the head with the reality of my self-sabotaging tendencies to the point where I was fully taken aback because 75 hard will expose you to you. Other people might notice as well, but not as clearly or significantly as you will. Like if you want to get to know the extent of your limitations or self-limiting beliefs, 75 hard will show you exactly that. But with all of the nuance in mind, it is quite true in my humble opinion that what you think is what you become just as much as what you do is who you are. And like there's a certain degree of comfort in that. It shows us that we are often more in control of our lives than we register on a conscious level most days. And getting your thoughts as well as your actions into a place where they align with the future that you want for yourself is the caveat to actually taking your dreams and giving them a shot at becoming reality. Later on in these 10 pages of Think and Grow Rich, the author says, quote, their greatest success came just one step beyond the point at which defeat had overtaken them, end quote. And see, if you already think and behave as though you are not capable of getting what you want in life, you will be more susceptible to succumbing when trials or tribulations pop up. Whereas if your thoughts and your actions are both aligned with the idea that anything you want can be yours if you never give up, then the mere presence of something that tries to sway you from maintaining consistency and sticking with whatever it is you have to stick with to reach your goals will fall flat. At the end of the day, nothing but you can deter you. The only thing that can ultimately stand in any person's way is themselves. I always remind myself that when there's a will, there's a way. And if I want something as much as I say I do, then even when obstacles that disguise themselves as insurmountable come into the picture, I find a way to get past them. It's no longer a matter of, will I get through this? 
Rather, I ask myself, how will I get through this? Because I already know that I will. I just need to figure out how I will. And I think that's a very important mental shift for me because if I don't trust that I will undoubtedly overcome a set of circumstances, then the possibility of failure is still on the table. But if I do fully believe that no matter what, I will find a way to succeed, even if every possible odd is against me, then I will. Like, you won't get tripped up by perpetual failure when it's not an option for you. And as the author speaks to, a lot of times there tends to be a myriad of roadblocks that strive to stop you. But if you simply don't let them, success tends to be found at the end of the bumpiest road. And on that note, thank you very much for being here today. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. And I will be back tomorrow with another episode of PIP. Until then, take care.